Welcome back to Fiat, the podcast for Catholic women. We are Renee and Maureen, and we want to give you reliable and honest information about how to be a modern Catholic woman in the world, but not of the world. We use personal experiences as well as church teachings to motivate you to always say yes to God. Welcome back, ladies. Welcome back. I am so glad to be back. I mean, I I do love our guest episodes. I love them so much. It's so fun, like, talking to other people, but it's also really nice just to be the two of us. So I'm glad this is an episode. It's just us again. <laughs> Yes. Um, Woo. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, last week we did an episode where we brought on another WCA podcast, Staying Glass Stories, and it was very spicy and fun. And then we went and did an episode on their podcast. Crazy. So if you haven't listened to those episodes already, you should definitely go do that. Yeah, go <laughs> listen to Truth Time. We spill the tea about men. Oh, yeah. Our favorite. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but today we're taking a drastically different turn. And we are talking about devotions, um, specifically novenas and the rosary. Um, yeah, we wanted so to we do an excited. episode. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, no. Um, no. We wanted to do some episodes at some point about like, just like more about the faith, you know, for people that didn't grow up going to Catholic school or anything, or maybe they didn't even grow up Catholic. I know some of these things can be really confusing, so... Uh, we just want to like explain some weird Catholic things, no, but they're not weird. They're actually really cool, but they might seem weird if you don't understand them. So that's what we're doing today. Novenas and the rosary. Renee is very passionate about them. So <laughs> we're going to have a lot of fun today. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, I love novenas. I talk about them all the time. I'm trying to get like everyone to pray novenas. They're so awesome. Um, but okay, in case you don't know what novenas are, they're basically like a nine day prayer for a specific intention, usually um, towards a specific saint or a specific like devotion. So there's some for like uh, the sacred heart of Jesus. Um, there's a lot for like, I think there's like a novena for almost every saint. It's insane. But so let's say like you're having a hard week at school, you could pray the Thomas Aquinas novena for like good luck on finals week. And then on the ninth day, you know, you said your prayers and you're like, good to go. Usually they, they usually start nine days before the saints feast day. So like if you prayed the um, traditional Thomas Aquinas Novena, it would end on his feast day, um, which is like, usually then you go to mass and you like celebrate in Thanksgiving for like the saint hearing your prayers and things like that. I don't know, just as someone who doesn't really like, hear the voice of God you know like I've never had like the God moment that all these people talk about I love novenas um because like I know the saint is listening and almost always when I pray novena like I either feel different or I get what I pray for or like I just like feel the peace that like at least they heard my prayers and I don't always get that when I just like you know free pray so, um, like I've prayed, I've prayed a lot of novenas, but, um, I usually pray the Our Lady of Fatima novena before her feast day, just to be like, hey, thanks, Mary, you're, you're a queen. Um, and that always makes me feel good. I've also prayed the St. Patrick novena, which was really fun because I love Ireland, if you don't know that. And I basically was like, hey, St. Patrick, if you could eventually get me to Ireland, that'd be great. So I prayed that, um. So it doesn't have to be like anything crazy. You could just be like, yeah, like I want this in the future. Would you, you know, help me get there? So yeah, I can talk about novenas forever though. I love them so much. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wait, okay, so I'm pretty sure that Novena's like the Saints feast day would be like day ten, theoretically. So you do the last prayer yeah, the day so before. It depends. So there's like okay, because I there's two ways that you can pray them. You can pray them where you pray for nine days and then the tenth day is the feast day. Um, or you can pray them where you have nine days and the ninth day, like you say the last prayer usually like at the mass for that saint. I know a lot of people do that. Oh. Or there's even the way that Pray More Novenas does it is they do 11 days before the saint day and the 10th day is an extra prayer for like basically saying thank you. And then the 11th day is the feast day. So it's a little weird. I'm not a huge fan of that format, but it's good. But like the great thing about Novenas is there's really like you can do them however you want. And if you miss a day, you can either just like be a day behind or you can just say two prayers in one day. Like, I mean, ideally you wouldn't miss a day, but like we're all human and you're probably eventually <laughs> going to miss a day. And so like, it's yeah. totally fine. I like to say it 10 days before a feast day because that gives me one day of wiggle room if I mess up. Um, if I miss more than one day, I just need to start over because that's just sad. So yeah, it just depends on how you pray them. Yeah, I like to do the 10 day thing too, because then I feel like, I pray my novena and then the feast day or like whatever, you know, your test or whatever, if you're praying in preparation for like a specific test is sort of like, I don't know how to explain it. It's more like a culmination. Like you've completely finished and then you have like yeah. either a celebration or the, you know, the big day of trial or whatever. I don't even know. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I, <laughs> yeah, no, I like looked up the origin stories because I really wanted to know this. First Nerd. Of all. I don't <laughs> I, I wanted to talk about it because I feel like we could definitely go on and be like I pray this novena and I pray this <laughs> but I feel like that's just like a little redundant so it is. Um, it's true. apparently like nobody really knows how they started which is so typical of the catholic faith um I feel like it just it's it's just mm. part of tradition where it's just like oh it's been around forever so we do it you know and it says that it might have originated in that the apostles had to stay in the upper room for nine days before the um, Holy Spirit came to them. So, like, they were praying and waiting for the Holy Spirit because Jesus told them it would be coming. So that's a potential possibility. But also, apparently, the early Christians would do these after someone had died, they used to say nine masses for the repose of their soul. And then they would kind of like call it good, I guess. So that could also be a potential origin. But either way, they've been around since the beginnings of the church, which I did not realize. Like I thought they were going to be not necessarily recent, but like more like since like the 1500s or something. I don't know. I just thought that they would be not that old, but they are really old, which I think makes them all the more special. And it also said that they kind of be as, as time went on they became so important to people that they like preferred novenas over mass like I guess there would just be novenas always going basically as so people would go to the novena but then they wouldn't go to daily mass and so that's kind of an issue and so then I guess when things kind of got corrected at Vatican II and they started saying no like the mass is the most important part of life novenas became not as popular um, and so a lot of people today don't know what they are and don't pray them, which is another reason why Renee really likes to talk about them, which because they're just not as popular. But yeah, we, it's true. we definitely want to bring them back. And so we are wholeheartedly behind. I'm just going to say it again. We've said it once before on here, but PrayMoreNovenas.com is honestly such an amazing ministry 
like Renee and I are both signed up for it and it will they do a few like they do a bunch of novenas per year and obviously you can do more or different ones and like you don't have to do them like right now we're in the middle of the Christ the King novena and I was just like nah I'm not doing this one (laughs) but it is so much fun to like know that you're doing it with a whole bunch of people because not only do you know that whoever you're praying to is looking out for you you also know that all these other people are praying for your intentions as well so that's another reason it's like a community Mm -hmm. I just really love that about them I recommend people who are getting started with novenas to use the praymorenovenas.com ministry because it just gets sent to your email every day and then once you sign up they send you like random novenas that they're doing with the ministry and then you can sign up for whatever novena you want to do. Uh, so that's, uh, that's how I got started with novenas. I try to do a novena a month. Um, whether that actually happens is another story, but that's like my own kind of goal. I actually don't use Pray More Novenas anymore, though. Um, I actually use the app called Pray, um, which is basically Pray More Novenas in the app form. But what I like about it is you can set up a daily notification. So when I like when I choose a novena to do and they have them all. So like the month like like, oh, this is this month's like saints that are usually prayed novenas to this like specific time because like I can't keep track of all of that. So like I know um, this month the St. Cecilia novena was like a big deal for musicians. Um, But so you can like sign up for the novena and they send you notifications at your specific time. So like I have it to send me daily notifications at 8 a.m. for whenever I sign up for a novena. So usually when I wake up or like I'm in the middle of something, like I'll be like, oh, that's right. I have to pray that. So I just pray like real quick. And then I like call it good because honestly, like this sounds really bad, but sometimes I just don't pray it when it's in my email because I forget. But if it's like on my phone, I like see it all day and I'm like, oh, right. So just practically it works better for me, but I know everyone's a little different. They also have like actual novena books like prayer books which I have one and they have like some really cool novenas in there but it can get a little like tiresome to like carry a book everywhere so like that's a little bit of an issue and I also know the basilica does um a novena like every Monday for the intentions of the basilica which is super cool and I've never gone to it and I don't know if they're still doing it with COVID and I know they do like a Christmas novena and stuff like that so you can really like get involved. Like novenas are so cool. <laughs> and they can be prayed with like multiple people for different intentions. Um, I'm probably going to pray the St. Bridget, St. Bridget of Ireland one for Rory this year. Cause she gave me the little tiny saint. And um, there's like a whole backstory for that. But so like you could basically pray them for anything. They're so cool. And yeah. That's the tea. <laughs> Yeah, also, like Renee was saying, um, how Prey sends you notifications at, like, the time you pick. I do know this for a fact. My brother has told me this, and he's a seminarian, so I trust his word completely. <laughs> I know that you're supposed to pray them at the same time every day if you can, like, if it's possible, because it's just, like, yeah. it is supposed to be sort of, a, a like, a schedule thing, and it's every 24 hours, and that way you can think about the prayer for like the rest of the day until you get the next one so like pray more novenas especially they kind of like do their own like they they don't necessarily follow a set one they like put a little twist on it and usually their novenas every day is a little bit different and so they'll have like a specific intention and they'll say like today we're praying for those who have lost a loved one or those who are sick or whatever and so you can think about those people throughout your day and because if you pray them like if you prayed one in the morning and then you didn't pray another one until the like the next day you prayed at night and then you prayed again in the morning like it just gets all mixed up so try and do it at the same time every day I want to tell a story about like some novenas that I have prayed 
So, first of all, I highly recommend, if you're just getting into it, to do the St. Teresa Lazio Novena because she is really powerful. Like, it's actually scary. And I've never they... done that one before. Okay, well. I'm scared. You're supposed well, to get a rose, and, like, what if I don't get a rose? No, it happens. It always happens. Like, that's the weirdest part. Like, so they say that when you pray it, you'll you'll get a red rose or you'll see a rose or something because that was her thing was she said she was going to send down flowers from heaven when she got there and that's like what she does like that's like if you pray the novena you'll like see a rose it never fails I know so many people that have prayed it and like it always shows up somehow somewhere even if it's just like the tiniest little thing and it's just like a little reminder that she's there and it is kind of freaky I will say because I prayed it last year when I was a CUA and I was on like day five and I like walked out of the prison and there was just a rose lying on the sidewalk. Like what? You know, like it's, it was just, it was too, co- it was too much coincidence not to mean something. And I know my, one of my older brothers prayed it once before and I guess he was going through like a really hard time in his life. I still don't know exactly what was going on. Um, but he came home for like a visit on the, the last day of the novena. And my mom had bought a whole bunch of red roses because she's on like the church flower committee. And so there was a whole vase of red roses in our kitchen. And so he walks in the door and sees them on the last day of the novena when he was like praying really, really hard and it like moved him so much. It was crazy. So that is definitely one to look into if you've never prayed it before. Also, when I was praying it, I'm going to tell you a story. I um am very bad at these types of things. So I would pray my novenas in class. I would not recommend that, but basically, like, I was in a class I that, that I, did, I didn't really need to pay attention, and so I would go through my emails, and because I was going through my emails, I would just pray the novena right there, but, like, I would say try and find a more secluded spot where you can actually, like, really think about what you're doing instead of just, like, sitting around 50 other people or whatever, so would not recommend that but I did make a friend because she literally started talking to me and I was like sorry I'm praying <laughs> and she got so confused so I had to explain and then we became novena buddies so it was okay because she was praying the same novena and, <laughs> and I have one other novena story that I was telling Renee the other night it's really not that big of a deal but basically I had prayed the novena and I did like the whole like nine days and then the tenth day thing so it was the tenth day And I had totally forgotten that I had prayed a novena, I guess. I don't know. Well, I woke up one morning and I was like, I really want to go to mass today. And so I went to early morning mass and then I got there and they're like, oh, this is the memorial for St. Jude. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. I just prayed a novena to him. And they like, typically you close out a novena by going to mass. And like, I hadn't even thought about it, but it would have been the only time in my day that it would have worked for me to go to mass because I have a really, like, I always had a really full schedule. So it was just like very planned, almost like the Holy Spirit was just like working for me to get me to go to mass. And I didn't even know why, but I just went because I felt like I should. And then it turned out it was for a reason. So novenas are real, people. God is real. (laughs) Yeah, I love novenas. They're so great. They're like the easiest way to get like solutions in your faith life, not going to lie. Like novenas never fail. (laughs) I love them bunches. But I think, I mean, I think we've covered the novena, so we should probably go on our commercial break and come back with the rosary. The Catholic U leadership team in the Office of Campus Activities has created a new series about applying leadership skills throughout college and life. 
Tune in to Leadership in 5 and learn about different leadership lessons from your peers. There's also Cups with Joe, an interview-style program hosted by Joseph Arby over everyone's favorite online platform, Zoom. You can listen to both of these exciting programs on our new Instagram, all one word, Catholic U Leadership. Yay, we're back from our commercial break, and we're going to be talking, the second half of this podcast is going to be about the rosary, so... We combine novenas and the rosary together because they're both forms of prayer, obviously, and um, they're just, like, really easy to do. Uh, if you've never prayed either before, they're pretty, like, user-friendly, I guess you could say. Um, so, basically, if you don't know what it is, the rosary is a prayer to Mary, first of all, and you typically, like, you don't necessarily have to, I guess, but you pray on a set of beads. So, if you don't know what that is, I'm just, just Google it because I'm not going to explain um, and then there's five decades, and the the rosary is accompanied by a set of meditations on the life of Jesus. And traditionally, each day of the week has like a specific set of mysteries that you meditate on. So Sunday and Wednesday are the glorious mysteries, which is like Jesus' resurrection and beyond that. Monday and Saturday are joyful. Yeah, there we go. Monday and Saturday are joyful, which is like Tuesday. the early part of Jesus' life. Right. Tuesday and Friday are the sorrowful mysteries, which is obviously the passion of Jesus. And then mm. Wednesday, which no. is like Thursday. Thursday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thursday. Dang, <laughs> she don't know her mysteries. I do. I do. It's like if, if it it's was hard, like a specific though. day of the week, I can tell you what they are. But because I was like trying to go through the week, I was just getting confused. But yeah, so Thursday, the luminous mysteries, which are just like the in between his birth and his passion. So like all of his miracles and stuff like that. So the rosary yeah. is not nearly as old as the novenas. It, according to it, it's not really set in stone. I mean, I've heard a couple of different explanations for this, but Saint Dominic is typically credited with the origin of the rosary because Mary appeared to him and gave it to him as a tool to fight a heresy that was happening at the time. And it was just like really helpful because it was in the 1200s and there was a lot of peasants around that time and so it was just like really easy for them to have a nice concrete thing to hold on to so they could like count the beads and make sure they were saying the right number of prayers and all that stuff and basically yeah because it, it like taught them the bible yeah it taught yeah. it taught people who couldn't read like the life of jesus because they couldn't read the bible because it was in latin and stuff so the rosary was like basically supposed to be a tool to like teach people about jesus through mary and now it's just become, like, a great devotion to her. So, yeah, it has a pretty cool origin story, honestly. And basically, every single time that Mary continues to appear on this earth, she always tells people to pray the rosary. So, Oh, I my think... gosh. Yes, she does. <laughs> All right. Renee, do you want to talk about Our Lady of Fatima then? No, I was just going to say, like, it's honestly spooky. Because, like, she'll come to the earth and she'll be like, y'all are sinning. Pray the rosary. And I'm like, okay, like, that's fine. She's just like, Mary is so cool. Like, when she came to Fatima, she told the children, like, she basically said, like, the rosary will save the world. Um, and it's why a lot of people pray a daily rosary is because of, like, the promises of Fatima. And it's honestly scary because when she came, when she came to Fatima, she literally said that people are falling into hell like snowflakes. And that imagery has stuck with me for well, it's almost been four years now. I think about it all the time. And I've also heard that ever since then, when people try to pray a daily rosary, they obviously struggle because it's really hard. And it's literally the devil trying to get you to stop. Like the devil is real. I just like sometimes, honestly, my faith comes from fear, which I think is beneficial and also bad. But I mean, that's a whole different 
tangent. But, like, I mean, honestly, I think the rosary is one of the greatest offenses that Mary has given us against the devil. And whether you agree with that or not is a whole different story. But it is a really simple way to pray to her and to basically step on the foot of Satan or the head of Satan. I mean, I would say the rosary sounds harder than it actually is. I am a very fast talker because I'm from New York and the East Coast and that's just how we are. So when I pray it, I have like, I get done in like 10 to 12 minutes. It doesn't take me very long to do it, which really like, if you think about it, that's not a very long time. Like I recently put some screen, like, um, I don't know, limits. There we go on my phone. And I was looking at some of the stuff from last week and I literally spent like three to four hours on YouTube one day. It's like, if I can spend that long on my phone, then I think I can handle 10 minutes of my day with the rosary. So even if you're like, oh, it's it's not for me, it's too hard. Like, I would just say the rosary is one form of prayer that is for everybody. We were kind of talking about this on our uh, collab podcast with Stained Glass Stories and saying like, you know, you don't have to worry that you're getting pigeonholed into one type of prayer or another because there's so many types out there. But I would just like to say, everyone should pray a rosary. And I'm going to be honest, I don't right now. I have only prayed it like a handful of times ever since we finished Fiat 90 when one of our rules was to pray the rosary every day. And when it was a rule, you know, it was much easier to do. And by the time I finished it, like it wasn't even that big of a deal, you know, like it was pretty simple for me to just like sit down and pray the rosary. Like I didn't feel like it was a chore. It was, it was very easy once you get into the habit of it. So obviously building the habit is hard. Any good habit is hard. Yeah, that's really like another reason I wanted to talk about this because I think it needs more exposure and it needs to come from people who have done it already and and aren't priests because I feel like a priest being like, pray the rosary every day. It's like, okay, well, that's your job. (laughs) I mean, yeah. The thing about a daily rosary, it's a lot to tackle. I mean, like I wouldn't recommend like a newbie to the rosary to try to do it daily, but like, if you're a pretty um, experienced Catholic, if you know what I mean, like I don't mean that in like a preppy way, but just like <laughs> you can do it. And it's a yeah. lot harder, I mean, easier to say than to do. But the thing is, is like once, honestly, if you do it for two weeks, like it just becomes a part of your day. Like you don't even second guess it. Like when we did it for Fiat 90, I was like, yeah, I got to go pray my rosary real quick. Like I didn't even second guess it. But I know that me and Maureen do this too. Like we also pray it a lot before mass. Um, especially right now because of COVID, I have to get to my parish like 30 minutes before mass just to get a spot in the church because of social distancing. And I'm like, I'm not just going to sit there for 30 minutes. So I usually just pray my rosary real quick. And like, it's kind of nice because it's, I think personally, I think it's easier to pray when you're in a church than when you're just at home. Um, No matter how many like altars you put up in your home, it's still like, there's still something about being in a church that makes it a little bit easier to like put yourself in that mindset. Yeah, I mean, if you literally, if you need any motivation, just look up the promises of Fatima, guys. Like, it's honestly scary. Like, the imagery that she says, it'll make you second guess your laziness about the rosary, (laughs) trust me. And, like, I try to think about that sometimes when I pray it. But also, you can just tell, like, people who pray a daily rosary, they're on their way to sainthood. Like, they, they just, there's, like, a peace that overcomes them. It's crazy. And I definitely miss that from Fiat 90 a little bit. It's just being, like, I have to do it. And now it's like, oh, I have to do it. (laughs) So I'm sure that's relatable for like everyone. Yeah. I mean, I would say for me, it's just like I have no structure to my day. And I am the type of person that either needs to pray the rosary at 
like when I first get up, when I go to bed, or like in church. Like yeah. I, I can't just like sit down in the middle of the day and pray. It just feels too strange. So I just need to like actually figure out what my routine is and just like just force yourself to do it once and then you'll be like, Oh, that wasn't so bad. And then it, it'll become easier every day. Like exactly. just like with anything else, like brushing your teeth, flossing, you know. Yeah. I or you know what? Here's another tip. If it feels like a lot to you, you can start with just doing one decade because I am really big into New Year's resolutions and I actually keep them, which most people don't, I guess. Um, but I like oh to make a <laughs> I'm not trying to sound better than other people. I just never uh-huh. assumed it was uh-huh. like Continue. it's a rule. I'm not allowed to break it. Anyways, I did when I was like, I don't know, twelve, I, I decided I was gonna pray a decade of the rosary every day for a year. And it goes by really fast. There's only ten Hail Marys, one Our Father, one Glory Be. You know, it it like it's if you want to like ease yourself in you can do that so that's a possibility too yeah I also recommend like I used to do this at the start of COVID like when we were home I would put because I had like an hour break between classes and I would put the rosary on and like get ready like you can listen to it um and there's like um so many people who do it quickly I can't listen to a slow rosary it literally makes me fall asleep So I try to find one that's quick with no music. Um, That's a really good way to get into it too, because you can still do things while you listen to it. But yeah, I would just, I would just say like right now, it's really hard to find motivation for anything, um, let alone prayer. So don't beat yourself up too much if like, it's just not the time for you to start a rosary. I do think right now, going back to novenas, like it's a pretty good time to pray novenas because you literally have a thousand things you could pray for the end of COVID, like America, I mean, just starting the list. So um, novenas don't take a lot of time. They probably take max five minutes out of your day. Um, obviously the rosary is a little longer, but I just think it's important. Like, don't be too scrupulous with yourself. Give yourself a little bit of a break and understand that the times that we're living in are, it's hard to find motivation for things. Um, so devotion, but devotions are great in that sense because they can become very personal and you almost become motivated to do them out of your own like personal love for them. So try to find that devotion that really like makes your heart happy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, neither Renee nor I really have any like magic stories with the rosary. Unlike novenas, you know, you never mentioned the St. Anne's novena. Renee swears by this novena. I still haven't prayed it because I'm literally terrified <laughs> of what it will do to me. <laughs> the St. Anne um, novena changed my life, guys. It's amazing. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that the rosary is any less powerful because, again, you can pray the rosary for any intention. So, like, and there's different ways to pray the rosary, too. So I've heard this one way. I can't remember what it's called. But, like, if the mysteries bore you, like, (laughs) it's this way of sort of, like, making up your own mysteries. Like, not, like, making them up. But um, (laughs) instead of, like, praying a set, these are the five mysteries that I must think about today. Instead, you can sort of like, if you're really going through a lot of pain, you can focus on like the pain that Jesus went through his entire life and and see how he like dealt with it. So you don't have to focus on his death, but you can focus, you can think about um like when he lost his best friend Lazarus and, and stuff like that. So that's, I, I, I heard about that way to pray it. And it was actually pretty interesting. I can't remember what like the specific title is, but yeah, like there's different forms too. So, you can modify it to fit you. I think yeah. that everyone should pray the rosary at, at some point during your life. Make sure to pray it. And well, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like 
like Renee was saying, like, if you miss a day, like, it's not that big of a deal. I mean, I think as Catholics, especially, we can get so caught up over the rules of everything. It's like, well, the rule says, like, I have nine days to pray this novena, and if I miss a day, I'm going to hell. It's like, no, the rules do not say that. Like, honestly, like, we have a lot of rules and traditions as Catholics, but that doesn't mean that you can't personalize your prayer life. Like, it's totally fine if you're praying a rosary and you don't really feel like the glorious mysteries. Like maybe you need to pray the sorrowful ones. Like Jesus is not going to get mad because you don't follow the schedule, you know, like <laughs> it's okay to, to let yourself chill. And like, that's been a, I mean, I think that that comes to a little bit through scrupulosity, which is like a topic I'm weirdly interested in right now. But I think that it's like a real problem in our faith um, is we become so focused on like, well, this is what it says. Instead of just being like, look, everyone prays differently. Like maybe the rosary isn't for me right now, but maybe it will be in a month, you know, like things like that. Um, And just letting yourself, you know, go through life and personalize devotions. I think that that's a real, really cool thing to do. So yeah, don't beat yourself up too much, guys. (laughs) It's a hard time. (laughs) But um, we hope you learned something from this episode and maybe you were inspired to try something you've never done before. That's yes. always our goal, is just to, to broaden your faith life in any way that we can. I don't know, do you have any closing thoughts, or are you good? I'm good. Everyone should go out and pray a novena. Um, yeah. If you don't, I will be sad. Honestly, we should do, like, a fiat novena <gasps> on our Instagram. That'd be fun. Okay, we I might do that. I don't pray for, but we should. We'll think about it. <laughs> We're going to do it. It's happening. <laughs> yeah, we just have to figure out what, what the This what month to or, like, for. next month. Yeah, don't worry. We'll we'll figure something out. But yeah, also happy Thanksgiving, guys. It's gonna Turkey come out Day on Thanksgiving week. Speaking of Thanksgiving, we will be taking a week off because we're gonna just chill and spend time with our families and get that much needed break to gear up for finals. So Amen. don't look for us next Monday because we won't be there. But you can listen to any of our old episodes because we have a whole bunch of this. This is episode what eighteen? Isn't that crazy? Oh I know. I can't believe it. Anyways, so. That's all we have for today. Go check our Instagram, the app podcast, and um, let us know what your how your life is going, how you're feeling. We'd love to chat. That's all for let today. Let us know if you pray any like if you pray yes. any novenas. You're it's mandatory to tell us so we can talk about how we like did that. So we need your testimonies. We need them. <laughs> yes. All right. Okay. Well, we'll see you in two weeks, everybody. Yep. Bye. Bye.